beautiful souls. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whatever time you're listening. Welcome to our Tuesday show, Angel Navigation on International Angels Network. And today is Tuesday, October 15th, 2019. I'm your host, Diane Morgan. I am a mystic intuitive healer and communicator and certified in many metaphysical modalities along the way. I am also a certified spiritual teacher and coach, as well as a non-denominational minister and a published author. And you can find all of my works on Amazon on my author's page. And I'm excited you're here. Um, I invite you to join me as we open the show with a prayer. Dear angels, please wrap your loving wings and arms around all in need of healing today. Healing of the mind, healing of the body, and healing of the spirit. Please let each and every person feel how much you love and care for them. Thank you to our creator for lending us your angels to help us heal. Thank you, angels, for walking with us. Amen. Well, if this is your first time listening to us, uh, International Angels Network is the network that explores spirituality, metaphysical, and mystical topics. And we bring you shows on our divine creator, angels, ascension, energy, healing, spirit guides, uh, twin flames and soulmates, signs from spirit, communicating with spirit. We love to create awareness, so we explore Uh, Subjects and topics such as light language, uh, dragons, crystals, fairies, starseeds, and much, much more. Believing everything is connected and sharing with you, our listeners, the oneness of all things. And we also love introducing you to spiritual entrepreneurs and authors. Tonight's show is sponsored by Unite in the Light with Susie Parrott and myself, and we offer pre-recorded classes to help others with their spiritual growth and opening their gifts and connecting with the angels and the spiritual realm. So we invite you to visit our website, and that's uniteinthelight.com. Tonight's show is a live call-in show. In the last half of the show, we'll be taking your calls at 516-453-9162 for many readings with the angels and questions on topic with my special guest. So be sure and press 1 one time to get in the queue with your question. If you press 1 more than one time, it takes you in and out of the queue and you lose your place in line. Uh, Also a reminder to you that our live shows are brought to you by Audible by Amazon. And you can get a free audio book download with a 30-day free trial. You can cancel it any time and you get to keep your free products. And you can go to audibletrial.com forward slash international angels, which in turn helps support our online network. And for that, we're very grateful. Now tonight, I'm excited to introduce you to my special guest, June Ahern. Now June is the author of four books. She's a life coach and a public speaker. She's written two novels and two non-fictions that are about paranormal and parapsychology subjects. Her uh, consumer's guide is The Timeless Counselor. The Best Guide to Psychic Reading was the number one seller by an unknown author at the New York's 1991 Whole Life Expo, where she was a featured speaker. And although June is retired from her over 40 years of private practice as a psychic reader and medium, she keeps her abilities tuned up through paranormal investigation with the Haunted Bay Paranormal Investigations seen on YouTube. And you can find her at her website, and that is www.juneahern.com, and that's J-U-N-E-A-H-E-R-N.com. And she's on social media at Facebook, Twitter. Uh, she has a blog, which is uh, witchgoddesses.blogspot.com. And the best way to reach her is at sfcoaching, samfrankcoaching at yahoo.com. So let's invite June on air and find out more about her. 
Hi, June. Welcome to the show. Hi. Thank you. I want to say, Diane, that was a beautiful prayer. I really just went right into it. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I like to open with a prayer uh, when I open my shows and and working with the angels. I always like to thank them and, and send them out to everyone. <laughs> so, <laughs> but let's talk about you. You do many things. So why don't you tell us about June? Well, let's see. So as you said, for over 40 years, I have been conducting psychic readings. And also as a medium, people would come or I would hold um, medium sessions. You know, sometimes we think about my seances. And I love teaching. So I started teaching uh, how to read the tarot and ESP development. And it just really was so into what I was doing that my professional life just kind of took off on its own. I mean, I tell people that all the time. Like, you know, I really didn't advertise. It was just people telling other people. And so mm-hmm. I figured I must have been onto something right, you know, uh, eventually having to give up real jobs, <laughs> you know. And then uh, I, 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 had a, I had a friend that said, you know, you should write a book about – I kept saying to her, people come – for, people call me for readings. This is the day where you call people and you, because there was no email or text or anything. Right, right. And they want to know what everything about a reading. What do I get? What do you do? Everything. And she said, why don't you write a book about that? And so that was my first book, The Timeless Counselor. And mm-hmm. I, I put down, what do you get from a reading? Where do you find one? How much does it cost? How long will it last? Everything. Everything you want to know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I wrote it down. And kind of a, yeah, I wrote kind the of first a nice book. book. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I know yeah. the first reading I ever got, I didn't know what to expect. I <laughs> had not a clue what to expect. So, yeah, that's awesome. So you're a psychic reader and a medium. Will you share with our audience what's the difference between the two? Uh, well, as you know, everybody has a psyche. You know, it's part of who we are. It's our mind. It's not necessarily the brain. And and people sometimes call it intuition. They'll say, well, I got this feeling, but it's not psychic. Well, it, it really is uh, <laughs> because that feeling leads to information. It leads to, uh, you know, feelings are the hardest part. When people are uh, empathetic and they have feelings and they're sensitive, that's the hardest part to me of being a psychic because you have to put them into words if you're going to communicate them. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the difference is that your psychics are plugged in beyond the subconscious mind. They they call that readings because a person with developed psychic abilities can read another person's energy, mind energy, mental energy, emotional, physical. And often they will use some sort of a tool to help them communicate, like, say, the tarot cards. Mm -hmm. Now, the medium... Uh, medium goes a little bit into a different realm. The medium goes into a realm where she or he, but I'll say she for easier conversation, she begins to speak outside of another person. Usually, When you're doing mediumship work, there's at least three people in the room. There's you, the person that wants to connect, the living person, and the person that's passed on. So you're really not reading the living person so much. You're having a conversation with the person that has left the physical body. And you're relating back. Right. Down, because I do mediumship readings myself, but it's like I hear some, but they show me pictures. And so it's kind of like I'm relaying the information to the client. Why are they showing me this? This is what I'm seeing right now. Um, Yeah. I think, you know, and that's the way my mediumship goes. Now, I've. I've seen mediums to where they are actually carrying on a conversation with the other with the deceased person, but I've, I guess I haven't developed that far yet because it's like they just show me pictures. And well, uh, that's that's great. You, you know, however you're going to get it, right, Diane? I mean, you're getting right, it exactly. You know, I I think mediumship. You know, a lot of people don't. Don't buy into mediumship because you're talking to the dead, as they say. But I think oh, it's yeah. a healing tool. And I really do. I believe uh, that absolutely. it's a healing tool for others, uh, for them to know that their loved ones are at peace and, and that all is well there. So yeah, when I did you... all the time. 
I'm sorry. No, that's what I tell people that I, I said. I said, you know, it really, I've seen beautiful things happen to the living person to be able to have certain messages. Right. So right. it is healing. Right. right. So when did you realize that you had psychic abilities? And when well, did they develop? Uh, well, when I was, I'll say when I was a, a young woman, very young woman, just a teenage, late teens, uh, I had a mm-hmm. uh, serious car accident and I expired um, for, I would say, you know, 20, 30 seconds changed my whole life. You know, I went to the other side, I had a near-death experience, and I came back. And when I came back, my life just changed forever. And I began to see and know things about people, even people I've never met before, that I'd be standing next to in the, in the bus line or something. And um, mm-hmm. so that was in the early 1970s. You know, and I became interested in why is this happening? I, mean, I couldn't talk about it for a long time, but why is this happening? What, what can I do to try to understand it? And um, I just took a class in the tarot cards. I thought, well, maybe that's it. And the teacher took me aside and said, you know, you're, you're really beyond just learning to read the cards. You're really very psychic. I didn't know that. I was like, what is that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. that's how it started. <laughs> Yeah. It was frightening. I know, uh, it, it wasn't, you know, people they go so cool. It, it wasn't so cool. It was frightening. Yeah, I know for a lot of people, you know, that I've uh, mediums that I've talked to, psychics that I've talked to, um, they say it is frightening when it first began. And I said, well, mine was very gentle. Um, it was when my mother crossed over, and I could hear her. And I thought this was the coolest thing in the world. Wow, everybody can hear their loved ones. <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> Uh, that is wonderful. Yeah. So I guess they decided they didn't want to scare the bejesus out of me. So. <laughs> very gently, Diane. Yeah, let's oh, be very gentle with her. <laughs> that reminds oh, me when I goodness. went into a trance. I went into a trance once, and uh, one of the questions that I asked the person to ask me in trance was, why did they pick me? And they said, I was waiting for this big answer to say, she was available. <laughs> I'm like, whoa! I wasn't special. Well, I was yeah, cool. yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I teach as well. If you're open, if you're open to make that connection, it's going to happen. If you're not open, it's not going to happen for you because it's your free will. And like I said, I mean, you know, mother taught to me, and and two and a half years later, my younger brother went to the other side and I heard him and so I lived wow. in this wonderful little world <laughs> until <laughs> one day I started hearing other voices <laughs> and then it's like okay I need to kind of figure out what's going on here <laughs> so, so I'm hearing voices. When, Uh-oh. <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly you know my kids tell me all the time mom in another time they would lock you in a padded room. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but just think, I could spend the whole day with spirit. <laughs> and they would just think I was crazy. <laughs> yeah, no cookies in there, no um, just with spirit. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Well, you brought up a really good point. You know, your good point was if you're open, and when you said what's the difference between psychic and, well, the thing about being psychic is being open and being aware. Mm-hmm. And we all have it. That's what I say all the time. Exactly. You know, that yeah. gut feeling, that's your psychic ability. If your gut's telling you don't do that, then spirit's trying to tell you, hey, that's not a real wise idea for you. So <laughs> you, know, you have to pay attention to that. So tell me, I say you you realized you had these psychic abilities and you started developing in them. Is that when you decided to start a career as a psychic, or how did that? How did your career come about? Well, I was carrying my tarot cards and reading for all my girlfriends and anyone who would let me read for them. Mm-hmm. And one time, one time, my friend said, "I got three people that want readings, and and they'll pay you." And I go, oh, wow, how much will they pay me? She said, $5 each. I go, great, bring them over. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's how I started it. She brought these three women over that I didn't know, and they all gave me $5 each. And I was like, oh, my God, I could do this. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> well, see, and I was still doubting when when I when somebody asked me to read publicly. I was before I even knew what I was saying. Yes, came out of my mouth, and I'm driving home going, "Really, really? You want me to do this?" <laughs> and I heard it's time to help them awaken. I was like, "Okay, well, all right, I can do it if that's what you want me to do." <laughs> oh goodness, goodness! So, what did your family and friends think about it? How did they relate to your abilities? Uh, well, I come from a rather religious family. And, uh, mm. you know, my sisters, of course, were all like, oh, oh read, read, will, will he take me out? Will I, <laughs> you know? And so they were okay. And my mother was okay with it. My father and, and one of my brothers, my, one of my brothers knew I was going to hell faster than, than the devil could grab me down there. You know, uh, just like you are working for the devil. Oh, yeah, I hear and that all the time. Sometimes I just thought I was... Was phony, just you know, like oh, uh, oh, you tell people stuff like that so you can get money from them. I go, no, mm-hmm. no. If I'm not right, I never would take money from somebody, and I still exactly. hold. I held to that all the way through my career. Mhm, mhm. And that's the same way you I know, feel. First, if uh, yeah, if it doesn't resonate with you, then I don't want your money because this is what no. I'm getting. So if you feel that I'm wrong, um, you know. Take this as a gift, and yes. those that you know it that happens with, and then they come back a few months later with confirmation yeah. of what you've told them, and then it's kind of like, well, can I book oh a session God. with you? <laughs> yeah, this time you're paying though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, and the things uh, people have said. I mean, just like. I say, would you say that to somebody else in a profession? You know, name calling mm-hmm. and telling you're mm-hmm. a liar to your face. You're just like, why? What did I ever do to you? <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. You know, you know, you're that fortune teller. You know, I get that quite oh, yeah, often. Yeah, yeah. No, but well, not, not hardly. <laughs> this is based well, on say, what, what I, I feel now. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So... Tell me how you feel about this. Do you feel that you can retire? Can you turn off your psych abilities or, or the impressions that you get? Because you're clairvoyant also, correct? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes, yes, I'm clairvoyant, and, and don't let the cat out of the bag, Diane. No, I can't turn it off, Diane. Do you have to tell the world? <laughs> so there I am standing in line wanting to tell somebody, your mother's with you right now, but I'm going, oh, oh. And the free will thing, we can't do that. So, you know, my, my, if, exactly. they keep, if if a spirit keeps, I don't want to say bugging me, but if they keep telling me to tell a person, then I'll just say, excuse me, I am an intuitive yeah. and I have a message from so-and-so. Are you open to receive it? <laughs> because it's like, this guy is not going to leave me alone. <laughs> Yeah, and then they look at you I like, had one follow me two hours away until I got the message to his sister. I'm kid you not. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's hard when they're going tell them, tell them. You think it, and you're having this conversation saying, "No, I'm not going to." And the person's looking at you, and go, "Sorry, I'm having a conversation with your brother right now." <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so you've also written a book about spiritual communication, how we talk with spirits, seances, mediums, ghost hunts. So what makes that different from other books? Well, I've never been to a seance. That would be cool. Oh, it would be cool. You'd be great. It it is beautiful, you know, and and like that, you you start cracking up at some things that you're hearing the spirits tell you about Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, <laughs> you're like, I can't say that. Hello. <laughs> so, um, well, I, I believe what makes it different, to begin with, I didn't want to write another book, and I didn't want to write that one, but I had a uh, client who just passed a few months ago. He, he had told me, my angels came to me and said you to write this book, and I wrote back. We PM'd each other back and forth. I said, no, I'm not writing any books. This went on for numerous PMs. I'm not writing it. My angels are here, and they're telling me to write you to write this. So I think what <laughs> makes it different is, I, yeah, I know those angels. Well, I tell you, they don't give up. 
Exactly. And, and really, <laughs> that was what I was uh, thinking. Yeah, I wonderful. know a few of those. <laughs> oh, I know those angels. I'm like, well, you just tell your angels go write write the book themselves then. And I think what makes uh-huh. a difference is uh, kind of a resource book. What I did in the beginning, and I got really chided for this, uh, I put question and answers as my first chapter, and someone said, you you don't know what you're doing. That always comes at the end of the book. I mean, uh, like social media really got on me, uh, this one thing. And I said, I wrote it because the most important thing to me is what do you, the re- what do you people want to know? I already know a mm-hmm. lot of stuff. And, mm-hmm. and that's what took the book off in a positive way for me. After that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, came out, more and more people, I was invited to speak in so many places about they said, wow, I really like the questions and answers. You know, you really answered mm-hmm. something I was thinking of. And uh, mm-hmm. the, an- the questions came from numerous people. I put it out there, what do you want to know? And I got so many uh, responses, I had to whittle it down, try to, an- you know, whittle them down. Oh, that's and, uh, wonderful. Yeah. yeah, so his angels, they got what they wanted. <laughs> <laughs> So I think of the book more like a I have a feeling book. that it was kind of like your guardian angel telling his guardian angel to tell you. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Well, I'm not talking that to feeling. my guardian angel anymore. <laughs> <laughs> We're not talking about Oh, goodness. So since I, I have never attended a seance, can you tell us, you know, how how does a seance work? Well, you have to have at least two people, you know, two, three, three you know, at least two or three people. And um, you've seen, like, people like, say, John Edwards, and he opens it, mm-hmm. he, he does it in a rather large group way. Well, in a sense, mm-hmm. that's a seance. A seance means to sit, to discuss. It's from an old French word, to sit and discuss a particular – it used to be political. We would go and we'd all sit while people presented things. So it's really like a sitting. And um, mm-hmm. I love the seances because I do like the uh, energy of lighting a low light or a candle – and people sit at a table, and you can hold hands or not hold hands, but if you hold hands, you are sharing an energy that goes around. And so I usually never take more than, say, a dozen people at the most because I want to give messages as much as I can. If, if spirit comes through, and I never guarantee people, I never tell them they're going to get a message. I always say, if, the spirit, <laughs> if you call the spirit up and they answer, hallelujah, if you call them up and mm-hmm. they put you on ignore, there's nothing I can do. So the same, exactly. I like to keep it. Yeah, yeah. You can't force a spirit on the other side. Yeah, to, to no. When yeah, because when I have a client like that and they're just they they want to talk. I've had people just really get belligerent because somebody they wanted to Ooh. talk to didn't come through. And they don't want to talk thing. to this particular yeah. person. And why does that person always come through every time I go to a reader? And, and I'm sitting there going, well, because that person <laughs> is wanting forgiveness. And that person wants you to heal. And you can only heal when you forgive. And so, wow. you know, I would then I would kind of joke with Archangel Michael when they left. And I go, really? I'm going to start calling this spirit on demand. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I know. So, because it's I, like, really, I, I, people, I, I, come I, I, on. I, we have no control over who comes through. And if it's for a healing, then that person needed to come through and talk to you. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you explained it very well. That's exactly it. Oh, that's, wow. That's it. So the seance So if are, someone uh, – I'm sorry, go ahead. Well, that's, you know, the seances is sitting together for the purpose of connecting with spirit. And it doesn't have to be a dead person. It can be your angels. It can be your guides. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So a seance doesn't have to be about someone who has left the body. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we need to we need to start using the the term seance to get a broader understanding of it then in our metaphysical yes. communities. Yeah, okay, I could see that. Yeah. So if someone didn't want to go to a seance or a medium, can you explain to our audience how to connect with someone in the spiritual realm? How oh, could they absolutely. do it absolutely. And I put, I put that in my book. I said the best way to do is to do it for yourself. If, mm-hmm. And what you do is that you have to be in a place of quietness, you know, to really connect. Well, people like you and I, they, they come anywhere. If gas station, <laughs> public gas, they show up. <laughs> Like oh, but 
Yeah, they just show up, kind of like with. tap you on the shoulder and go, hey, yeah. I want you to talk to that person over there. And I'm like, yeah. not yeah. now. You see that person over there? Go talk to them. Like, no. And so, uh, you know, to put yourself in a quiet place and to make the room somewhat um, relaxing. So you're either a very low uh, wattage uh, lamp or even a candle. And and just breathing in and breathing out and say the person's name and say, I really want to connect to you. Now, if you're crying and you're full of grief, which we all have, if you live long enough, you're, you're going to experience mm-hmm. terrible grief. And that's not a really a good time because you're so busy crying, the spirit can't get past the sobs. So right. you have to wait until you are in a decent, mm-hmm. you know, you're going, oh, I want to talk to you. And they're going, uh, hello, hello. <laughs> So uh, I don't mean to make fun of people at all much. Right. I don't want to make a lot of fun of people. And uh, so in a quiet place and just sit there or nature. Oh, my God, nature is one of the best places. Go out and sit at the beach or sit somewhere and just think with a loving heart of that person. And don't dismiss anything you feel, see, or hear. That's for later. Accept everything that comes. That's what I tell people. Just accept it. You know, mm-hmm. people that do psychic work, we tell people kind of really weird things, and we think, oh, my God, this is weird. And the person goes, oh, my God, how did you know that? Exactly. So accept everything. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I didn't tell anybody that. How do you know that? So mm-hmm. uh, I think doing it yourself is the best way. I really do. But, you know, there's always doubt when you do it yourself. You know, even me when my sister passed. You know, even me, the medium, I went to another medium. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I think the the human in us wants that confirmation. And I think yes. that is totally human. It's a human emotion. So if someone was sitting there in quiet or they're out in nature and, and they've made that connection, would this mean that that person is a medium? That would mean the person is in the position of mediating between the two worlds, between mm-hmm. their psychic mind and the psychic mind of the person that has passed on, or again, the angel, the guide. And so they have the experience of what a medium experiences in. Kind of the difference is that people uh, don't realize they can do it often, they, and they don't want to do it often. Mediums do it often, and they mm-hmm. talk to people they don't know. You know, they talk to spirits that they've never met and they know nothing about their history and they're able to take and get that information from the spirit. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. difference between a professional medium and in uh, kind of a one-time experience or two-times experience right. as a medium. So, yeah. Well, and I think, too, that we all have those experiences with our deceased loved ones and they may not be associating it, associating it as they're in a position to mediate between the two worlds. But when spirit comes into our dream world, we are visiting with spirit. And when deceased loved ones come into our dream world, you know, I dream about my mom, my dad, my brother. And in the morning I get up and say, thank you for visiting me. And I think that people don't associate that also as being that mediation between because, you know, the, the mind, the, the ego, everything is at rest when we sleep, and that's the most opportune time, in my thinking, for spirit to visit with us. And so, I, you know, I, I, I don't know. In my, myself, I believe no, that no, we all right. do it. Uh, I believe when you have a thought about that loved one, that loved one is right there going, hello, hello, hello. And, so, uh, and if they would just open up and start talking, then they would grow their abilities. So what advice would you give someone to be aware of when they're talking with deceased? Well, when you're speaking with the uh, the deceased and you you calm your mind to listen, you know, you stop talking Mm -hmm. and you listen, uh, you Mm -hmm. will hear, oftentimes you will even hear the tone. It's not even your own tone or voice uh, in your mind. You are actually hearing the voice of another. And Mm -hmm. you're, you're quite aware uh, it's you know I sometimes I would say when I talk to my sister was that me just thinking that and she'd say no it was me <laughs> oh, oh okay <laughs> and it was in her voice so the, when you do it you become comfortable with it 
you begin to realize when it's your thought and when it's the thought or the words or the image. As you said, you get similar right. such. You didn't think of someone showing you a particular ring on their finger, and you mm-hmm. go, oh, yeah, that was mm-hmm. mom's, mom's favorite ring. Mm-hmm. So it, it takes some practice mm-hmm. for, you to, for anyone to feel comfortable with this is, I am in communication. Right. Because there's always that human doubt. Yeah, and there is. And I know when, when I first started developing my abilities and deceased loved ones for people were coming through, and I kept saying, I do not want to talk to deceased loved ones. <laughs> and you know, that was just like, I don't want to do that. And, just, and they just kept coming. So I had this joke that all spirit heard was, send me deceased loved ones, because that's what I would get when I start. And I still do when I'm reading you know, psychic readings for people or I'm doing energy healing treatments. Deceased loved ones come in. So I've accepted that as this is someone they needed a message from so that they could heal. Yeah, that's very well put. I like that. As a matter of fact, I'm going to steal it, Diane. <laughs> Whatever I'll go right ahead, darling. I'm going to say, well, I don't care if you want to. You're, you needed this healing. Diane said it. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's and that's just, you know, my take on it because I would, I always have deceased loved ones, you know, and deceased loved ones, pets, friends, family, come in in a session. And so I just thought, you know, they're coming in for a reason because I ask Archangel Michael, protection and I ask Archangel Azrael to bring those through that can bring healing to this person so in my thought process well these these beings the these people pets friends they had to come through because there's something that this person needed to heal with that person even if it was just to know they were okay I'm gonna have to get a reading with you Diane (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) I like goodness. It. I like it. It's beautiful, beautiful. Oh, I, I love you. your your thoughts. Uh, well, I think those are thoughts from spirit. <laughs> but <laughs> thank you, I appreciate that. So, what are your other books about? You have many other books. What are they about? I have two novels, uh, and the first novel is about a Scottish immigrant family that comes. Uh, It starts out with them in in Scotland, in Glasgow, and they come to live in San Francisco during the 1950s, and it goes up to the beginning of the 1960s. And they come after a family tragedy, the death of uh, one of their uh, children, uh, and they have to make a life here. The youngest girl uh, is psychic. She has a vision. And they are Mm. uh, a religious family, so they decide to send her to school with, with the nuns. The nuns will straighten her out, the father says. You know, uh, and she just gets in trouble because she keeps having these visions and she knows things and she's, you know, she's just a little feisty little thing. And so it really is about um, the acceptance of somebody in your family that is different from you and Mm -hmm. the reconciliation of the family when the things that are hidden in the family, there's a secret uh, something of the mother's past that she just doesn't want anybody to know, and the youngest one is trying to tell people, oh, you know, this. my angel told me. She talks about her angel all the time. And um, so the mother just is, is, trying to, is in denial, and the father is actually a really abusive father. He's not a very nice person. And that's what the story is. How, you know, how do you reconciliate a family that's torn apart? and uh, acceptance and, and bringing something together. So that's the, the, my first, and it's my favorite book. And I wrote that, and I would have my mother and my sisters come over, my older sisters, to make sure that I had all the Scottish parts just right. And um, we just had a great time. And, and my mother and my, one of my sisters passed. And the second book is, well, Sex, Drugs, Rock and Roll and Murder, mystery thriller about a woman that gets involved during the Summer of Love uh, with a... Uh, Black Panthers and, and um, this drug guy uh, like that. And it's another to kind of take you back to San Francisco during the 1967, you know, Summer of Love. So I had a good time writing cool. those. <laughs> so what do you what do you what what are you working on now? What's in the future for you? You have any new books in the process? Well, I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be working on the sequel to The Sky in June, the first novel, because. So many people that have written it's like a favorite. It just has a tremendous amount and overwhelming positive reviews on everywhere. And so people will all want the sequel. So I started it and I haven't finished it. But um, 
I actually one of my film one of my books got option to be a film. So I can't talk about which one it is right now because it's in the process of, you know, mm-hmm. deal making. But uh so that's what I'm kind of working on. I'm going to be getting the script. I'm going to be getting things and looking stuff over and we'll see where it goes from there. Cool. Uh, I'd like to congratulations. Go back to yeah. 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 No, we'll have to have uh, you unexpected. back on. <laughs> Once you get your deal and it becomes a, uh, you know, a motion picture, we'll have to have you back on to talk about the experience of that. I know. Okay, so I'm kind of like laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We never know what spirit's going to bring us, right? (laughs) And then you're sitting there going, "Really?" (laughs) Oh, that's cool. I did want to tell our listeners that our uh, your books. The link is on our show episode in the show notes on the BTR and your favorite platform that you're listening to. And if you're listening in the archives, be sure and go to the notes for the show and you can see that. And uh, June, are your books on Audible? Uh, One, the spirit book will be before the end of this year. Uh, I want to do the sky in June and I have to find someone who can both speak Scottish and speak American you know, um, West Coast American. And so uh, I think I found one person that's able to do both. I Wonderful. had a hard time finding somebody. So I, might, I would like to do that one. I, I, it's such a favorite book for readers. that I, And I've been asked, people have asked me to make it an audio book. And so mm-hmm. I'd like to do that. That would be a nice goal. Wow. Awesome. Well, we're... Over halfway through the show, I know we could just sit here and talk for the whole hour, but I know we have some callers that are, have called in that are excited to speak to you too. So let me give a few announcements, and then you're going to guide us through a short meditation to connect with spirit of loved ones. And if time permits, guys, we'll open the lines at 516-453-9162, and be sure and press 1 to get in the queue for a free mini-reading. And for June's schedule of events and to learn how to host a book party for her, please go to her website at www.juneahern.com. So this week on IAN, tomorrow, Wednesday, October the 16th at 6 p.m. UK time, 1 p.m. Eastern, is Angelic Light with your host, Susie Parrott. Uh, Angel Enlightenment Messages with Many Readings. Then October the 17th, Thursday, is Andre Bello, and that's at 7 p.m. Eastern, and he will have open lines, love donation readings with special guest and co-host Claudia Ibarra. And then Sunday, October the 20th, at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, is Mystical Connections with Claudia Ibarra, Reverse Speech in Theory and Practice with her special guest, Joshua Schmutt, Schmutt, I I probably just butchered that, of Lionheart Publishing. Then on Monday, October the 21st, Divine Guidance with Angel Shishi O'Donnell, and she'll have open lines and free mini-readings. And I'm back here on Angel Navigation next Tuesday, October 22nd at 8 p.m. Central, 9 p.m. Eastern, and I'm excited uh, to introduce my special guest, out-of-body traveler, Marilyn Hughes. And I also wanted to invite you to visit our website. We're continually adding and updating the information, and that's internationalangelsnetwork.com. And you can also connect with me there as well by adding forward slash Diane, D-I-A-N-N-E. So ask me any questions on the show's topic, how to get a reading with me, or to find out more about my services, just drop me a note. And I'd be honored to work with you, and I thank you for the opportunity to be in service. So, Miss June, are you ready to start a meditation for us? Oh, yes, I'd love to. Uh, Miss Claudia, nope. if we could get a little music. If you would make yourself comfortable, whether you're sitting up, or laying down and just take a few deep breaths just relax if you have any noise disturbance try to get yourself in a quiet place if you can get away 
And think of something that you really enjoy, a place in nature, a flower, a candle flame, the ocean waters rolling in, wave after wave, and just relax. And what comes to mind is someone that you have really enjoyed and loved in life, and they have left this planet, they've left their body, they've passed on, passed over, and think of that person and say their name. Perhaps say it a few times. And if it's not their name, perhaps it's their title, like mom or dad. And just say that. And in your mind's eye, imagine. Just imagine that you could see them or really see them. It could be their smile or their hair or something about them. And open up your heart and say, I am ready. I am ready to feel you, to hear you, to see you with me. As though they have held your hand. Feel them holding your hand or brushing your shoulder or brushing away your hair. Or perhaps planting a kiss on your cheek. Know that they are with you. And be quiet, because they may have a word for you or two. Do you hear them? Perhaps they said, hello. Perhaps they said, I love you. Don't decide whether it's for real or not. Not right now. You have plenty of time to do that later. Accept and open up your mind and your heart. Blessed be for your message. Thank you. Okay. Beautiful. And I let you know my little brother came in and said, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) Oh, goodness. (laughs) So, Miss June, would you like to remind our listeners how they can get in touch with you? Yes, they can get in touch with me uh, through my website. Uh, we'll take them everywhere else to Facebook and Twitter and my blog. And that is www.juneahern.com or email me at sf, like San Francisco, coaching, C-O-A-C-H-I-N-G, at yahoo.com. Awesome. So are you ready? We have a few callers. Are you ready to take a few All calls? All right. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. Okay, our first caller is Keisha from Arizona. Keisha, are you there, darling? Hi, Keisha. Yes, I'm here. Hi, how are you this evening? I'm fine. And yourself? I'm fine, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Uh, How can we help you? Oh, wow. Can I get a, a general reading, whatever you pick up on? Okay, so... Uh, I I see what I'm picking up on. You may not really want to hear this, but um, an offer <laughs> to tur- turn your life in a different direction and not to be impatient about making a result. Because there, there feels that you're going through a really uh, kind of a life-changing spiritual time. And when we're going through a spiritual time, does it mean that things just happen, like end results just happen? And I think this has to do with uh, the new kind of people or, or more supportive people in your life. This has to do mm-hmm. with people that get you. And rather than you wanting people to get you, they do get you. And so I do see that um, the right kinds of people to love and support you, open up to those people. But don't be quick about it. Don't be uh, impatient to make it happen. Uh, sit back like the wise person that you can be and let them come to you, like interview them, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that help you? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And the card I pulled for you to to back up this or to go right along with what Miss June said was helpful people. And, ah, it's, yeah. and the card talks about expanding your circle of friends, making time to branch out in order to create the personal or career connections necessary to be happy and successful. 
Yes, exactly. Wow, that's that's amazing. Then. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. So, Keisha, we hope that helps you, sweetie. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. You're welcome. Good night. Okay, we have Tamika from New York. Miss Tamika, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi. Hi, how are you this evening? I'm good, thank you. Good. How can we help you? I have a love question. Um, There's someone that I have feelings for, and I wanted to know if you see that if he's involved with other people or not, and if you or if you see any kind of future between us. Um, his name okay. is Frank, and I know his birthday. Okay. No, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, involved mm-hmm. involved with someone else, you most likely are speaking romantically. Like, is he hooked up with somebody else? Is that mm-hmm. what you want to know? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think that he is breaking away from somebody else. I think that he is wanting to be away from somebody else. That he is looking out into you know looking out and saying, uh, where is my true love? But he is there is an attachment here going on. So he hasn't quite broken away. Now that doesn't mean he's physically involved, but he's mm-hmm. certainly involved with somebody else in in a, in a way that they have not ended the relationship. Um, so I think from your end, I always like to read from your end of it rather than like the other person's end. I think that you want to feel that you are the queen. You are worth it. If if he's not worthy of you, then you don't need him in your life. So there has to be more of a challenge on your end, meaning if you want me, you better, you know, pony up and be there for me. Um, I think, do you know if he's close with his mother or if his mother is, has an influence on him? I know she passed away, and I know, I think he yeah. was close. Yeah, yeah, she, she's influencing him because I feel his mother's spirit really around him strong. And I think really? in favor of you that he has, to, he has to kind of decide on a future that he's ready to make a commitment because I think you are ready to make a commitment. I think you're at that time. I am, and I mean, I would like one with him. We were involved, and I still have feelings for him. Um, I work at a job where he and I both work together. That's how we met, and I'm about to leave the job next week when I go in to give my two weeks' notice. He doesn't know that yet, and I'm wondering if, because he's already, like, not really approaching me now, but I can tell he still has feelings for me. So I'm wondering if when I leave, will this just be the end of us? Like, is he just going to be like, all right, well, I still want her and not I don't think it's going to be the end of you. I don't think it's going Mm-mm, to be. The doesn't feel no. that way. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I think that he might be uh, not sure if he is ready financially to have that kind of deep commitment with somebody. Mm-hmm. He has some goals for his own mind, in his own mind. Now, you may say, oh, that doesn't bother me, but you've got to remember there's somebody else here, and that's him. Mm-hmm. I'm patient with that. I just didn't know if he was involved with other person. If he's involved with other I just, I just didn't, um, I didn't know that if another person was in the picture, I guess to say, because I was, I was he, never if, sure. If he's worthy, if 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 he really wants you, he has to be worthy of you. You know, it, it, move on with your life. But I don't think it's over. I I, I think that it's not over between you two. No, it doesn't feel like, oh, from what I'm getting, is that you've even told him that you still have feelings from him. Have you told him that? And I find yeah. it interesting what June is telling you because the card that I pulled for you is to be assertive, that it calls for you to take matters into your own hands and you've got to be mm-hmm. clear on your personal feelings and then pursue what fulfills your desires. So you've got to ask for what you need without watering down your request in order to satisfy that other person. That's it. He knows how I feel about him, but sometimes I feel like he doesn't feel as deeply as I do for him because, you know, this he just seems like he shies away, but he still hovers around me at work. You know, I know he has some kind of feeling, but I don't know if it's as deep as mine. And I'm so afraid that, like, I, he won't pursue me, you know, when I leave because I don't know. Well, if he's not the if he's not the one for you, 
then there's somebody else because I do really see within 18 months' time of being in a strong, loving uh, relationship. So if it's not him, it is it is another man. Yeah, something is coming, yes. I know. I just want him, you know. I know that yeah. I could get him with other people, but I'm, we had a really good connect. We Well, we have a really good connection, and I would like it to work out. Um, but I don't want to scare him, you know. It has to be up to him. Well, I think man. he scares himself is what I'm getting is because yeah. <laughs> he, he's afraid of his feelings. And he doesn't exactly know how to it. take those. It feels like the other relationship is a safe relationship. It's it's just fun. And yeah, it's really he's fun. afraid of his, his, yeah, afraid of his feelings is what I keep hearing. So he's going to stay him, in. To him, you're marriage material, and he's just not mm-hmm. sure if he's uh, ready for that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're the kind of you're the kind of woman that you marry. He, he says to me, well, "That's the woman I would marry." Hmm. Yeah, I would marry him. Yeah. Move, well, get, move on with your life, and let's see if he. Uh, I think he's. You're going to hear from him. I really do. All right, and then this other relationship, he's not, he's going to leave it. Well, and you have to understand that everything that we feel or see is based on the current situation. Correct. So we can't give you a time frame on that. So I, you know, I'm agreeing with June is that you've got to move on, you've got to go on with your life if that person is meant to be your forever, your soulmate, your your husband, then it's going to come back around. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's for you won't pass by you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Okay, Tamika. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank welcome. you for calling, sweetie. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Thank you. And we've got Allison from Texas. Hello, Miss Allison. Allison, are you with us? Uh-oh, hello? <laughs> are you there? I am. Are you all there? I hear you now. I hear you now. <laughs> Good you know, evening. Allison, even, before, even before you ask, I want to tell you, say yes. <laughs> oh, God. What am I saying yes to? Say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> just say yes. Say, say yes to, uh, like, the offer for an opportunity to better uh, your your mind, your knowledge, your education. Your your status, your, your just say yes, like taking a step up in life. All right. So what's your question? <laughs> Thank you. Well, she said, what am I saying yes, yes to? <laughs> <laughs> to a totally, uh, like, new beginning. January, uh, just say yes. January, say yes? Well, say say yes before because you're going to begin in January. Oh, Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to back out of this because I know Allison so well. So, Miss June. Okay. Okay. So what was your question? <laughs> Basically, I am just curious um, if there's anything else besides saying yes that I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I really believe that saying yes is a way of uh, has to do with knowledge and education. It has to do with the better making your um, opportunities better. I'm willing to learn. I'm willing to um, move on. I'm willing to be assertive. I'm going to. T- I'm going to get this. And to me, it is like saying yes eventually to a better income, to a greater uh, opportunity uh, financially in the world, and uh, through your knowledge and your higher consciousness. And I also see you going to groups and being more involved in groups and maybe uh, teaching or talking, uh, just being involved in spirit a lot. There's a lot of stuff about spirit around you. Um, and it just, I, I'm telling you, your life is just, if you step up, your life is good. Your angels are going to open up their wings. 
You know, whenever they're ready, I'm ready. <laughs> okay, well, then say yes. Then say yes to your angel when they say, well, how about if we ask you to go back to school at night? Are you willing to do it? Say, Don't say, well, I don't know. I get kind of tired. Say yes. I can do that. I'll become I'm laughing because, <laughs> because I drew a card for you, Allison, in the Angel Answers, and I got yes with an exclamation point. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, as soon as I, I saw, I just said, say yes. <laughs> you know? uh, so I think you know what that's all about, Allison. <laughs> but that is too funny. Yeah, I <laughs> Thank you. You're very welcome, sweetie. Thank you for listening and thank you for calling. Of course. (laughs) Good night, honey. Okay, we have Tina from New Jersey. Miss Tina, are you with us? Yes, happy Tuesday. Thank you for the psychic party. (laughs) Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you for listening. We're delighted you're here. How can we help you this evening, hon? Yes, thank you. I would like to ask about my relationship with my boyfriend, Trey. Well, I have to say that the last, you know, somebody owes you something, and it's your time to get. That's how (sighs) I feel. You know, it's like, okay, I put up with this and I put up with that. Now it's my time. And this may even be within your family. It may not just be about your boyfriend. It could be about his family or his friends. Or, But it's your time to say, you know, it's my turn in life now. You know, um, are you uh, planning on uh, extending your family? Are you pregnant or do you want to get pregnant or are you hoping to? I wasn't thinking about it. I love children, but I wasn't, I wasn't planning it. Okay, okay, well, if you don't plan it, be very careful, because there is a baby angel around you. Oh, are you my boyfriend, baby, baby angel? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead, maybe baby, baby angel. Maybe this baby angel is to make up for uh, some kind of loss that you had a few years ago. And so if it's not your baby, there feels like a child coming into your life or around your life that you just feel this glow of happiness and love. Because I kind of feel you need it. I feel you need some kind of uplifting time. I absolutely. Is there someone you know, in your family? Is someone in your family expecting? Oh, uh, no. Not that I know of. Okay. Well, you'll know. I mean, it, it'll, it, <laughs> there's a baby angel here. And that, that baby angel is coming to planet Earth. Well, you know, well, you know what, my yeah. boyfriend doesn't. My boyfriend doesn't have any children. Is he? Is he the one thinking about it? You'll have to ask him. I mean, I, I really oh, yeah. You'll have that. to ask him. But if, yeah. what I got for you is take action. Your angels are waiting for you to take the next step so that they mm-hmm. can assist you along the path of your dreams. So it's time for you to take action, sweetie. And with yeah, that, we're about all out of time. Oh, I'm having fun. <laughs> If we didn't get, (laughs) thank you, Tina. If we didn't get to your calls, please join us tomorrow at 12 Central, 1 p.m. Eastern, with our lovely Susie Parrott. Miss June, thank you for being here with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for listening. Yes, it was a lot of fun. Thank you all for listening. Join me back here next week. Until then, I'm sending you blessings of love and healing light on Angel Wings. Have a great week, good night, and God bless.